Welcome to Hindu Insights. My name is Ankur Patel from Los Angeles. I'm the Director of Advancement for Hindu University of America. And with me today is Dr. Indu Vishwanathan. It's my pleasure to have you with us today, Induji. It's a pleasure to be here. I always love chatting with you about lots of things. So I was excited when you invited me to, to join you here today. Great. And, you know, I love what you do. You're prolific. You're a Debbie, right? You're talking about <laughs> so many things on social media. Just recently, what I've been seeing is um, yoga is Hinduism, where the continual effort that we see to disassociate Hinduism from anything good, appropriate it, and the West has done such a great job on it. And this last series of tweets and thread and exploration, I really like it in terms of yoga is Hinduism. And they're talking about yoga is technology and therefore it's not religious. They're reducing so much they're just taking all these things and reducing it to the lowest common denominator. Induji, lift this up. Explain yeah. what's going on here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and first, I I know I I should actually point to um, Sneha Rao, who's doing incredible work in in educating our own community and others uh, about decolonizing the yoga space. So first, I just want to acknowledge that she's much more of an expert than I am. But I have been involved in this space, and I've been a student of yoga for quite some time, and. You know, I have to say one of the most remarkable things about this space is that you see this similar language happening kind of all around, whether it's from people who are wishing to extract yoga from Hinduism, but you also see it happening from, you know, probably well-intended Hindus who seek to share yoga with the world in order to make it accessible. Um, they, they do say things like it's not religious, that it's a technology. So I think it's really, really important to understand the ways in which these different voices are kind of catching on to each other and creating and creating this momentum. Uh, and it's always helpful when things catch that kind of rajasic momentum for us to step back, you know, to ground ourselves and to actually observe what's happening and to see what's happening. Um, because um, often, oftentimes, you know, and, and this is not just unique to our community, this is the case in so many post-colonial communities, um, we have been taught to sort of hand over what is most precious to us, thinking that it's being respected, thinking that, oh, we are getting recognition, we are getting acknowledgement, when in fact, um, we're just kind of handing the keys to our kingdom over, just in a new form. So that's the larger context. I said a lot of things there. Uh, yoga is Hinduism. Um, that particular comment and the hashtag were in response to one of our favorite Hinduphobic professors tweeting something about, you know, a Muslim yogi from the 14th century. And, you know, of course, indicating that or implying, insinuating that yoga isn't Hindu, yoga belongs to everyone from that region and to imply that yoga is Hinduism is some sort of dangerous form of Hindu nationalism. Um, and what's interesting there is that there were Hindus who were like, oh, finally this professor is saying something that supports how inclusive Hinduism is. Like they, they just weren't making the connection that what she was doing was the exact opposite that she's trying to, to cleave yoga from Hinduism. If you study yoga and you recognize yoga as more than just asana, you recognize that it, it, it does support, it is a technology that supports our inward journey, you know, away from all of the manifestations of the outside or turns our attention away from, pulls our attention back inward, you know, through, first through the body, through asana, then through breath, through pranayama, then the intellect, the memory, 
emotions, the ego. And finally, you get beneath that ego, the thing that separates us, and then you have access to pure consciousness, that thing that connects all of us, right? But it's not that you're just sitting there in this state of, of pure consciousness, although it would be delightful to do that. We are living in the world. Our responsibilities to the world, once you recognize that the world is all connected through pure consciousness, then your responsibility increases immensely to the world, right? I think just talking to you, I get closer to that pure consciousness. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was, um, but now the opposite end, pure consciousness versus what's going on in social media, right? Yeah. The circulation of ideas about Hinduism and you're getting into that. So I'll just, yeah, yeah, maybe absolutely. That pivot from yoga yeah. is that ancient technology that gets us towards that, you know, pure consciousness versus social media. What is it actually doing and how is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, before I get into that, just I think it's helpful to, to look at some of the folks, you know, and I've even joked about this before, the sort of Christian right in the US that protests yoga and meditation in schools saying that it's devil worship. A, they're recognizing that these things, these practices are Hindu. So in, inadvertently they're, they're sort of decolonizing the space, um, not because they actually believe or honor the practices they think that they're devil worship so so what i think is powerful there is what they're saying is that the source of life is sin they're saying if you turn inward what you find is the devil whereas hindus are saying when you turn inward what you find is love bliss pure consciousness so immediately you see yoga is hinduism you can't practice yoga without recognizing what the ontology is what the theory of being is how that connects to our cosmology right um, and we invite everyone to practice. You don't have to convert to anything, but you can't also deny that the technology is spiritual and the purpose of the technology is spiritual practice that is connected to the Hindu worldview, right? Um, so then you get to social media, uh, which is the exact opposite. You know, try as, as we might to have nuanced conversations on social media. People just love to make things as simplistic, as simple, as reductive as possible, which I think is in contrast to some of our, you know, some of our greatest gurus are brilliant at the simple metaphor that helps ideas click into place. But that's not what's happening on social media. What's happening is this, you know, is ego, is, is the flaunting of ego, is the con conflation of intellect with their, or uh, the conflation of, of cleverness with wisdom. I mean, there's so many conflations, right? If you, if you land a good one, that means you're cutting through and getting to the truth. Sometimes, sure, um, but oftentimes not. And so you just, you just, you see a lot of confusion, a lot of delusion happening there. And, and that's happening from our own folk as well um, in talking about things related to Hinduism. And of course there is, as we were discussing earlier, the, you know, Hinduism is not a religion, it's a way of life. Um, and I, you know, what people are trying to say there is that there's so much more to Hinduism than what we can understand or what we understand from the framework of Abrahamic religion. That's a mouthful. And so people end up saying Hinduism is not a religion, it's a way of life. And of course, that, that, that does so many things. One, you know, we have bhakti. The bhakti traditions are so important to Hinduism. And the bhakti traditions were largely reduced and sidelined by movements in the West to normalize Protestantism as 
universal religion. That's why Swami Vivekananda was invited to participate in the Parliament of World Religions, but that's why leaders of indigenous traditions and bhakti-based traditions were not included, were not invited, because they said this is what within Hinduism most resembles American Protestantism. Uh, and Michael Allman talks about this in his book and in the Hindu history, social media um, platform also discusses this. So there, all these things are so, so complicated. We don't realize what we're feeding into, what, what centuries old discourses that we're feeding into and justifying when we say things like this, right? Um, Hinduism includes religion. It's just indigenous religion. It's just pre-Abrahamic religion. It's, but that's still religion. We, we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like bhakti is such an important part of my practice. I see you nodding your head, your practice of just being Hindu in the world, right? I mean, everything that I do, my intellectual pursuit, everything we do. I mean, the Gayatri Mantra is let my intellect be guided by the divine, right? That's what it's saying. How can you argue that that's not religion? Uh, yeah. It's just not Abrahamic religion, right? So we are an intellectual tradition that's soaked in the divine. Yeah. 